Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply, as LR. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at LRThe11, on Instagram at LR11, and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv LR11. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cultural Lenses. I'm your host, Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11 or more simply known as LR. Despite the introduction telling you over and over again, I will always tell you another time. The second time. I will always repeat it. That's better. Um, The intro, done by my wonderful friend Glenn Houston. His links are in the bio, uh, sorry, description for this episode, so go ahead and give him a follow. Um, wonderful, wonderful friend, um, voice actor, gamer, working on doing a whole bunch of things. I'm in a D&D campaign where he's the DM. Great guy. Music for the show done by my friends that I went to high school with, Revelries. Go ahead and give them a listen on your favorite, um, listening platform. I listen to them on Spotify. Their link is also in the description of this episode. They're a, um duo that does like deep house trance um pop remixes great fuck like it's i this is not an ad none of this is an ad i just love their music i'm very grateful that they did what they did for me um today's episode is special for two reasons uh one it is the first episode in a while where it is i've had consecutive releases for about four weeks now back-to-back episodes so i'm very i'm very happy about that that i'm able to keep that up um i've talked about not being too hard on myself for not being able to have those uh, consistent releases because of all the other things going on in my life and wanting to give them give those events the uh, focus they require um, but it is also nice to see uh, that i'm back to wanting to do more and able to do uh, consistent episodes uh, the other reason this episode is special is because this will be a wrap-up of, kind of, of 2021. And I also wanted to talk about a few episodes that I've done this year and the last year since starting. Um, 
I also did a wrap-up episode last year uh, for 2020 where, where I recounted some of the important, in, uh, most interesting events or headlines or whatever. And I've got a similar plan for that, and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. But I wanted to talk about um, the four episodes I've done where I've had guests on. Uh, two of them with Desi people. So Desi is a term which is used to refer to people from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka. So like this this region, this uh, Indian subcontinent, the region that I'm in. Um, I've done two episodes with uh, Desi folk. Uh, I did one with uh, the most recent one where I've had a guest was with Neha. Um, she is a food blogger and creator uh, based off of TikTok and Instagram. And uh, we did an episode because she's she and I share a heritage. Uh, we come from, you know, hail from the same part of India, but she's based in America right now. And she does a lot of food that I grew up with. A lot of, uh, most of her cooking videos are foods that I grew up with. So you can find her as a lot of spice on TikTok or Instagram. And we had a wonderful conversation about growing up the way we did in an environment where our food was not welcome and how how we've gone through the phases of being ashamed and disappointed of our heritage to owning and becoming proud of it. Then I did an episode with a cross-cultural Christian. Um, his name is Kevin, and you would know him as the Chai Guy from TikTok. And we, uh, he is a youth pastor based in, I believe, somewhere in California, or I could be wrong if it wasn't Hollywood or Los Angeles. But we had a lovely conversation about how he, as a youth pastor, is trying to connect with the, you know, with the with the youths in his community, and also how he uses a part of what I love his content. Why I love his content is how he uses spices and the combination of spices as a euphemism a euphemism is not the right right word sorry <laughs> um analogy as of different people mixing in life to to create depth and layers of layers of depth and flavor with which you can enrich yourselves and the um you know the milk or the water being the medium through which all of these mingle together and combine and share and the flavors are enhanced and built enhanced enhanced and built upon and i i i had a, i had a wonderful interview with him um and a wonderful interview with neha and then i did two one with my friend uh that young lad he is a rapper based in la um that was an episode from this year please go ahead and give it a listen um we had a conversation about drive and motivation and just about his you know how he got started uh it was it was a good time and then there was uh black honey ma a comedian um and a sex worker uh we we had a we had a very interesting conversation about race culture and sex work um and all the different facets to it and how they were just trying to make, um, apart from making ends meet, how they were uh, exploring the space and, and making it their own. 
So go ahead and uh, listen to those episodes. I believe they're clearly titled with uh, whenever I have guests on. But that's kind of the content that eventually I want to be able to do because I'm good at having those conversations with people and finding common ground and finding um, little bits and pieces and jewels of information or, or wisdom that we've shared or expanded upon and bringing that to you. Because um, A, it's fun. And also, like I get to learn about somebody else, which is a privilege and an honor when somebody else is willing to open up to you um, and, and, and share some part of themselves. When I was with my first um, podcast... It's called Casual Master Quest. It was a video game based podcast. We had a bunch of guests on, and having those guests on was always a good time. Because A, it broke from the monotony sometimes of what we did, but also you get to learn and understand different perspectives, even if it's things that you might not agree with. You get to understand and put yourselves in the other position's shoes and understand where they might be coming from even if it's something you don't inherently agree with. So, yeah, guests are guests are something I want to do more of, and TikTok has really been a great platform for putting me on to where and how I can find the people I want to talk to because of the form of content that is primarily on the, on the app is you do have a lot of long-form content, but a lot of it is short-form. And so in that short form, people have become very creative in how they express themselves and share opinions. And it is because of that, I'm able to quickly go through all these different videos and understand whether I'd want to talk to a person or not. Recently, I found um, this lady who is a PhD um, candidate or a PhD student who studies bats. Um, but then they were also an ex-cosplayer and also plays a lot of Dungeons and & Dragons. And so that is a very interesting intersection of a lot of things that I'm interested in. And I would love to have a conversation with them. And I wouldn't have known about them if it weren't for TikTok. So it's things like that where, despite having its issues, TikTok is also a very interesting place that I will still eventually deliver that episode I promised you all on TikTok. <laughs> um and so this is not me necessarily making a promise, but uh, like those conversations where there is cultural exchange and cultural growth and learning is kind of what I want to bring and focus on uh, moving forward for the long term. So thank you all for being a part of this evolving project that is Cultural Lenses and what I've attempted to do with it and what you've all sat and listened to me do with it. Now, um, let's go through some of the um, things that have happened this year in 2021. These are some of the biggest news stories, and this is going to be an NA kind of focused article. Um, but let's let's talk about some things. 2021 started off. 2021 started off on January 6th with the storming of the U.S. Capitol. Supporters of the former U.S. President Donald Trump laid a siege on the U.S. Capitol following his defeat to Joe Biden in the U.S. presidential elections 2020. At the time of the attack, a joint session of the Congress was being held inside the Capitol to validate the results of the elections. 
the rioters assaulted security officials, looted offices, and vandalized the Capitol. Five people, including Officer Brian Sicknick, died in the attack. So much for I support the blue, or I back the blue, or whatever. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, called the Capitol siege an act of domestic terrorism. The rioters were exhorted by Trump, for which he was impeached by the House of Representatives. Although Trump was acquitted by the Senate, he became the first U.S. president to be impeached twice. And then following that, on the 20th of January, Joe Biden becomes U.S. president and Kamala Harris appointed as VP. Joe Biden, immediately forgetting all of the uh, promises and platforms he stood on, showcased his true Republican self uh, since, and Kamala Harris has also since proven herself to be a cop. Um, needless to say, I'm not a big fan of either, but it was a situation of the lesser of two evils. The middle of February saw a winter storm, winter storm Uri, that crippled parts of North America, specifically Texas. The U.S. state of Texas was one of the worst affected by the storm because its infrastructure was unprepared to face extreme cold, an unlikely phenomenon for the state. Texas faced a blackout that left around 4.5 million people without power for days. There was no way to keep themselves warm, and people had to boil water for safe consumption. Um, this led to a... Um, uh, this resulted in 260 pe 261 people losing their lives due to the winter storm in Texas alone. And what's wild is a lot of these power companies in Texas knew of their um, faults with their infrastructure. And so this was something that wasn't a surprise to them because they already knew about it. Um, it was more a surprise to the people who would have expected some quality service from the people providing electricity to them. Um, capitalism, or at least whatever fucking form of economy we're in this late stage post not capitalism capitalism bullshit then towards the end of february 24th of february the covax vaccine sharing initiative begins covax the global vaccination campaign aimed at an equitable covax the global vaccine covax the global vaccination campaign aimed at an equitable allocation of vaccines around the world starting with the delivery of a batch of 600,000 doses of astrazeneca to Ghana. The COVAX initiative is one of the pillars of the Access to COVID-19 Tools Accelerator, ACT. The initiative is coordinated by Gavi, I hope I pronounced that right, the Vaccine Alliance, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, CEPI, the WHO, and key delivery partner, UNICEF. It supports research, negotiates prices, and ensures equal access to vaccines for all participating countries. COVAX aims to deliver 2 billion doses by the end of 2021 no idea where they're at on where they're at on that goal but at least somebody is looking out for the people that aren't u.s and canada and like parts of europe and then on the 11th of march we started off with the bullshit that is nfts i'm not going to go into this too much um but the first nft based artwork was sold at christie's for 69 million american dollars it was the highest price ever for digital artwork and the first purely NFT-based art sold by the auction house. According to Christie's, the sale of the artwork placed Beeple among the top three most valuable living artists. Um, the high-end art scene is um, 
a self-inflated art scene for the purposes of either money laundering or status symbols and not as a reflection of the quality of art and that is now extended to nfts i am indifferent for the most part towards crypto and nfts it's not a um topic i'm very educated on but when it comes to the cultural global and economic impact of artists who are just trying to survive and make money nfts do much more harm than good forget about the environmental conversation let's not worry about that that's you know there's um so much speculation not speculation even but there's so many carbon neutral or you know carbon negative or carbon positive like types of nft and people have been talking about it so i'm not involving myself in that part of the conversation i'm more concerned about the fact that this is a self-inflated um hype beast type of thing um objectively bad art nft bullshit money laundering scam thing going on right now so fuck nfts between the 23rd and 29th of march following that uh, a cargo ship gets stuck in the suez canal the Ever Given ran aground due to strong winds and got wedged sideways in the narrow Suez Canal on the 23rd of March. The ship remained stuck for six days before it could be freed, leading to a traffic jam of over 400 ships at either end of the canal. This blockage had a domino effect on international trade, and according to Lloyd's List, $9.6 billion worth of trade was held up along the waterway each day of the blockage. Blockage, sorry, I had to burp there, so that's why it came out weird. The Suez Canal itself lost 14 to 15 million dollars in revenue for each of the days the ship remained stuck. German insurer Lines estimated the blockage could bring global annual growth down by 0.2 to 0.4 percentage points. The Ever Given was impounded by Egyptian authorities and was allowed to leave after three months and a compensation deal with its owners and insurers. Uh, 9th of April, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh dies. Don't care. No offense to anybody, but don't care about the colonizers um so moving on to like exciting news on the 5th of may the spacex successfully recovers starship prototype for the first time so so far up until now they've been launching uh, spacex spacex as elon musk's other company um i don't know how how much he's involved and i'm not excited by musk whatsoever but i am excited by spacex because they're trying to create you know the sci-fi starships and you know that that we we see and we're familiar with because if you look at the history of any kind of space exploration or space shuttle or satellite that's been launched um, parts of it break off once they uh break through the atmosphere and fall back to the earth and either burn up or just crash and become unusable and so the fact that the uh that SpaceX has a starship prototype that is able to recover parts of itself and therefore become reusable is a lot more sustainable and promising for our space exploration efforts in the future so it's very sick i'm very I'm, I'm on board for that space is tight the end of may the b.1.617.2 variant of covid19 gets the name delta officially and this is where we see the global um, second wave of COVID hit in a lot of places. It hit India very hard. Um, we're looking at over 200,000 people losing their lives between April and June to 
the Delta variant, which led to an overwhelming, um, an overwhelm of the medical systems and supplies in India, leading to a shortage of hospital beds, oxygen cylinders, vaccines, um, and a whole bunch of other medical needs. And as of the 13th of December, the total deaths of from the coronavirus in India has reached about 475,000, um, almost 476,000. On the 17th of June, China sent its astronauts to Tiangong Space Station for the first time. God, I hope my pronunciations are acceptable, to say the least. Um, the benefits of going to international college with a lot of, with a heavy Chinese population is you get to understand some of the intonations and pronunciations. Three Chinese astronauts, Ni uh, Haiseng, Liu Boming, and Tang Hongbo, were lifted off on a long March 2F rocket from Jiuquan uh, Satellite Launch Center in the Gobi Desert for the Tiangong Space Station. Um, they became the first country from Earth, uh, first country from <laughs> first from the country to enter the station that is being constructed in space by China around 380 kilometers above Earth, holding a geostationary orbit so that it um, just orbits the Earth. So that's between Earth and the Moon, and it doesn't go further, doesn't come closer, and will stay in that course unless knocked off its trajectory. Um, more space news, which resulted in um, a bunch of celebrities and billionaires having the space race to see who can get up to space first um, rather than actually use their money to do actual good on the ground um, resulted in Jeff Bezos winning and taking off and hitting space in his speed and shape rocket. Um, following him, I believe, was Elon Musk, and then we had um, Brian, no, what's his name, the Virgin guy, um, Richard Branson, and then William Shatner also joined in on the festivities, which was fitting, which was the most fitting out of everybody to be able to do that. The only good thing from these celebrities using their money like this, um, and it's the most minor good thing too, was the proof that minimal um, preparation is now required to send people into space. We reached a point with our tech and uh, science that um, unlike astronauts who have to do like months, if not years of dedicated training to exist in these environments, uh, commercial flights uh, into space is nearing a possibility in terms of physical preparation. And then towards the end of July and start of August, the, the delayed 2020 Tokyo Olympics were held. And now fuck the Olympics purely because um, during qualifiers and a whole bunch of, um, there was a whole bunch of situations and scenarios where black athletes who would use recreational drug like marijuana to relax and take the edge off um, were penalized, vilified, and disqualified from participating in the Olympics, whereas white athletes were celebrated as heroes for their use of CBD and marijuana products for recreational purposes. Um, so fuck the Olympics. Plenty of articles you can look at. Sure, yes, they were against the guidelines. They were rightfully disqualified. Great. Okay, cool. But apply that across the board. That's if it's not being applied across the board and it's only certain groups are being targeted. Well. On the 15th of August, Kabul falls 
to the Taliban. The Taliban, which was waging a long battle against the elected Afghanistan government and security forces, captured the capital city hours after President Ashraf Ghani fled the country. Um, yeah, this is this is just sad shit because it is once again the U.S. Um, it is the U.S. It's the Americans' belief that they are spreading democracy and freedom and going in and taking things and doing whatever they want and then leaving out of nowhere after they've made the people rely on them. It was... it, Yeah. Uh, you know, there was... I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I, I feel like I echoed this sentiment to other people, but... When people talk about whenever the anniversary of 9-11 comes around, yes, it is a sad thing. Yes, you know, you lost family members. It was a horrific thing that happened. But then you then went, and it is the same thing as what the Americans did to Japan after Pearl Harbor. Um, even after Japan had surrendered, they proceeded to drop two atomic bombs on Japan. Same thing happened here. Sure. 9-11 was horrible for uh, Americans and all the people that they lost, but it was even worse um, for Afghanistan and the people that they lost and the families and, and, and children that were affected. Moving on. 16th of September, SpaceX launches first all-civilian space flight. SpaceX created history once again in 2021 with the launch of Inspiration4, the world's first space flight with an all-civilian crew. Um, and so this is very exciting because we have a whole bunch of, uh, I believe they're all scientists ex, uh, or like involved in the tech world, but they're just civilians. They're just normal people, quote unquote, um, who were sent out into space just to see as, as we're starting to test, um, you know, dip our toe in the water for space exploration. So that's very cool. Um, the 5th of November saw the Astroworld tragedy, which I've talked about in my episode, uh, Mosh Pit Etiquette. Um, because the slander from mosh pits in general coming off this tragedy was what, um, it irked me and I wanted to talk about it, but any event where people lost their lives, um, because of negligence of security, uh, the promoters, the organizers and the performer because of, for the sake of money is horrific. So Go ahead and listen to that episode uh, where I talk more in depth about it. And um, in more recent news, we're seeing the rise of the Omicron variant. Um, so let's focus on something good. On the 24th of December, the James Webb Telescope was launched. Now, the James Webb Telescope is the pinnacle of, of engineering. Of, of of human ingenuity it is something it is it is a project that's been in progress now for about 20 years and it is set to send this telescope about 1.5 million kilometers away from earth which is about a million miles away in freedom units um this telescope will be able to give us secrets and answers about the farthest corners of the universe as far as you know, the telescope can see, but still farther than we're currently capable of because we've been getting a lot of our information from satellites that are just perpetually drifting away from us and we're eventually just going to lose contact of them. And the Hubble telescope, which is in a geostationary orbit around the Earth, 
um, away from the atmosphere because the atmosphere refracts and bends light and we want to be able to observe the light without all of that bending because then that prevents data loss. The James Webb Telescope is super exciting and in about in a couple of weeks it will enter L2 which is the second Lagrange point uh, which is a point a set of points in our in our solar system where it will maintain its orbit in relation to the earth that means that the one side of it is always going to be facing the earth which will innate which will allow for data transmission to and fro from the telescope um, it has a sun shield which blocks the actual telescope and mirrors of it away from the sun and from the heat so it's going to operate in actual zero and be able to take in the full infrared information of the universe and all the stars and it's going to be so sick i'm very excited um but yeah that's 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 about that's about it that's 2021 it has been a wild year there's been a lot that's happened to me this year that i don't think would have that i could not have imagined would have happened it has been a wild sad difficult and happy year and I know it's probably the similar for a lot of you as well. So for those of you who have listened, for those of you who have found some solace in in what I do, who I've touched, who I've affected, I appreciate you very much for listening. Thank you. I hope you've had a good Christmas or an equivalent holiday that you celebrate. I believe Hanukkah also happens at the same time. Um, or is happening, or if you're going or if you're Orthodox Christian, I know your Christmas is coming up, I believe. But I, I hope you're enjoying the holiday season to the best that you can. Um, if you're able to be with family, please be safe, wear a mask, stay, you know, wash your hands. If you're unable to be with family, reach out if you're struggling, um, either to somebody who you know you can rely on or to me through all my social links. I'm, I'm more than happy to be able to try and help when I can, when I'm not dealing with my own shit. Hmm. But thank you very much for listening. Even with all my inconsistencies, I'm still getting consistent numbers. And I don't look at numbers a lot. I look at what makes an impact. I look at the quality. I look at making sure that I'm giving people what they want. And I'm looking at making something that I'm happy with. And the numbers have stayed consistent. And for that, I thank you. 2021 has been insane. I suspect 2022 will also be just as insane. So thank you very much for listening. So season two, episode 19, the last episode of the year of 2021, and I'll catch you all next week. Take care.